Welcome to Untitled, a Christian podcast where when you are here, when you are either sharing your testimony or listening, you come here as someone not defined by their past, someone not defined by what they've done, but someone who was defined and embraced and fully loved by Jesus. The period stands for the beginning of something new. Normally it means the end of the sentence, but when you choose to follow Jesus, that is just the beginning. Untitled means that you are not defined by your past anymore. It doesn't matter what friends you have. It doesn't matter what you do now. All that matters is that you are seeking after God's face, that you are following the one who set the way for us, and that you are trying every day to become more like Jesus. For it is known that we will fall short and that we will fail and that we will sin again, but nothing overcomes the power of Jesus when Satan tries to fill us with doubt, with lies, and trying to tempt us to go back to our old ways. We want to be able to share in community ways that we have overcome those struggles, overcome those battles. For I believe that our generation is one that has been quieted and silenced when it comes to our faith. We are no longer sharing, or maybe we never were. I don't know. We never were sharing our testimonies. We never have been in a place where we are listened to, where we are heard and i want to create a platform that allows people to do that so this this podcast is going to serve as an opportunity for those who feel they have felt the presence of god in their life the ones who have been transformed by jesus complete 180s whether you were never known Jesus in your life or whether you were raised from day one to believe in Jesus. Everyone has a story. Everyone is in a different place and everyone has a unique background. And I just want to be able to bring light to those people that may have feel like they've never been heard before, but they have such amazing stories. For I have found that it is never the one boasting on top of a mountain that has the good story. It is the one quietly sitting down, letting everyone else talk that has the most to stay. And I just want to encourage people to come in, to reach out, to find me. I will put links in whatever description I put this on for you to be able to share your testimony. I want the people of God and the people of Jesus to feel empowered to share and to bring a community together, whether it's digital or in person or whatever. So that's the goal of this podcast is what I just said. Um, my name or my alias name is Omri and it is Hebrew for a sheaf of grain and it is it the name is meant to um, just kind of describe how a single chain of grief of wheat transforms into a loaf of bread and those stories shared here aim to fuel your soul. They want to have us have a deep dive into the real life experiences of lung, lo, of young Christians who have felt the game changing power of faith and to share, learn, and grow in faith together, one story at a time. So I think that it would only be fair is to start out if I shared my testimony, just so then you know who's talking to you. And then from there, I will just kind of go into how to reach out. And if you're still interested in this podcast, I would love for it for you guys to subscribe, you know, just whatever it really takes. Um, Yeah, let's get into it. Hey guys, so I reached the end of the podcast. I just wanted to hop back in and say a quick prayer just before we get started. Dear Heavenly Father, 
In a world that seems like we're running away from you, let us realize that you are the only truth in our world, the only light at the end of the tunnel, the only way that we can escape our shortcomings, our anxiety, our depression, our pride, our ego, God. Let us realize that none of it is worthwhile unless you are acting through us, God. No action that we can take, no word that we can say, none of it is worthwhile unless it is meant to glorify you. Let anyone who comes to this podcast be refreshed, be renewed, and let their hearts be turned back to you. Let their eyes have the scales peeled back from them and from their ears to be no longer deaf. Let them see the society that they are living in is not worth anything if we cannot bring it up to us with heaven, to heaven. And please let anyone listening know that they are loved, God. Please let them know that they are wanted to come home if they have not already arrived, that you are standing right behind them, waiting for them to turn around. All that they need is to allow you in, and once they do, their life will be changed forever, and there is no going back. God, thank you for the ways that you've provided for us, for the ways that we don't even know that you're going to make our stories beautiful. Thank you for all the times that we have said something negative, but you know that it'll help us later. Thank you for the times where we said something positive, knowing that it wasn't good for us. God, please give us wisdom and insight. Let us have discernment to know good from evil and help us to always be listening to the Holy Spirit that you sent out for us. In your name I pray, amen. Enjoy this episode, guys. I am sorry if it is a quick one. I will be going into more details, like I said. Enjoy. So this is never something I thought I would share. I thought my whole life growing up that all the things that happened to me in my past were some deep, dark secret that I should never open up about, that I should never tell people because it was too embarrassing. It was something that didn't happen to normal people. But now I'm in a place where I believe that it is crucial that we share our stories, that it is the only reason why other people ever can feel uplifted or have hope is through the stories that we tell of how we overcame things and how things got better. So to start, I was born in New York City. I was adopted into a family that lives that lived in Minnesota. I it was a Christian family, a very strong Christian family. They, I don't know why I'm saying this, like they're dead. Um, they're still my parents. I have two younger siblings that I love. And we lived in Minnesota for about two years, and then we moved to another bigger town. And then when that happened, I went to elementary school. Elementary school was fine. Elementary school, I don't know how else to describe that. I uh, grew up going to church. I was in Sunday school, vacation Bible school, you know, everything that sets someone up to have a good childhood. But evil will find its way into every door, whether or not uh, it's invited in. So that part of my life quickly became prevalent, the evil and the bad, uh, Satan trying to inflict pain on me. And turned me away from God it happened at a young age. Um, by the time I was in fourth grade, I was being molested by my neighbor's older brother. Uh, that experience caused a lot of confusion in my young self. 
And along with, at the time, I, from what I remember, we were going through some financial troubles. So between those two things, I became a very confused person. I was anxious about money all the time. I know being a fourth grader, it may not seem like it affects you much, but going to school and not having the nicest things or not even that, just having other people have the nicer things. And then also um, socially that molestation and that uncomfortable feeling of not knowing where men were placed in my life now before before it was a clear structure. I had my male friends that I got along with. And then I had my dad who was my dad. And then all the male figures around me that I would listen to and respected was that that tower at diagram, that hierarchy was quickly turned upside down for I didn't know quite what role each person played in my life. And that confused me for many years from there. Um, I was an extremely creative kid. I was always trying to have some movie or build a Minecraft server, uh, make a 3D printer, anything like that. Um, always doing something creative. And from that creativity and that trauma so young, I became a social recluse. I was kind of in my room too much. I had a few friends, none of which were very encouraging. I openly accepted the faith to my parents, but in my actions, I rejected it. And just a whole secret life began for me very young. One, not knowing how to handle trauma, so hiding it and putting it into other things, having anxiety being my main emotion, and always knowing God but never really trusting him was my thing. Um, then, you know, for middle school, I changed schools. I went to a Christian school. And that same social awkwardness with males followed me there. I tried to establish some sort of dominance. I don't know what I was thinking then just to be better than everyone else. And that definitely didn't come across well to all the new students that I was with and they had no idea who I was. And then I roll up trying to be some puffed up chest idiot that probably looked really insecure to all of them. But you know, I had no idea because I was ignorant. Um, I had friends growing up. I had some very good friends in my school and in outside of school. None of them were very strong Christians, and most of them did things like partying, drinking, having sex with their boyfriends and girlfriends since a young age, and just got engulfed into that whole culture. Um, from there, I got friends with some older people who liked to go out to clubs and parties and all the big boy stuff that I thought I was so responsible for being around because I didn't drink very heavily or even at all. But I was around it, I was encouraging it, I was enabling the behavior, and I was definitely a part of the drama. So, as that all went on, I continued to tell everyone to their face that I was a Christian, that I loved Jesus, and that nothing in my life had ever, ever been better. While this was all happening, in the secret, I was having panic attacks. I was quick to judge others. I was short-tempered, an ego the size of every room that I walked into, and about a pea-size worth of backing to... Uh, not backing, let's see. The ego had nothing backing it up. About a pea-size worth of stuff to back it up. Um, I allowed my 
money to control me and how I valued people came from what they could offer me. And even in college, once I got to college, it was the same thing. It was just getting more and more extreme. Um, I had a friend group at a different college nearby that was a lot more of a party school than my school. And I fully gave in. It was the influencer life that I wanted. These people were going to parties. They were in penthouses. They were in these nice houses, nice cars, you know, super flashy, everything on Instagram. And I was living the dream, the college dream, getting to go to nice parties, going to the pool every day, going to my classes, keeping up with the aesthetic of it all. And from the outside, I should have had the perfect life. I should have had it all. I should have been so high and mighty. And honestly, I thought I was happy. But looking back, while I was saying I was happy to all those people, I was having anxiety attacks in my room. I was failing classes. I was dropping cl- I never failed a class, actually. I am a very good student, but I was dropping classes because if I don't think I'll do well in it, I give up on it completely, which is something that I am working on as well. So as that all started to happen, I had this moment of solitude and this moment of solitude I've heard from a lot of Christians or a lot of like people before their breakthrough into faith and I was just truly drawn by myself for a little bit like sure my friends were still around but I just kind of felt this emptiness in my soul where I knew that I needed to examine myself and what I was doing and see what was really going on because it's amazing how you can know the truth because I truly did know the whole time that I was in the wrong, but I was never honest with myself. I kept on justifying it. I kept on saying, oh, well, this is wrong, but I know the backstory, so it justifies it. When in reality, if you were to take a picture and show it to God and the judge and whoever else you want to and say, oh, well, look what he's doing right here. The background doesn't really matter. You're still wrong. Eh, well, depends on the case. I guess I'm going down a rabbit hole now, but... As I was examining myself and in that moment of solitude, I realized that I had to make a serious change. And that is just when I fully felt God in this moment is him saying, I have always been here. I have always wanted you. Daniel, you have had such an amazing life. You have had strong role models. You have had good people. You have people praying for you, still praying for you. And don't throw this away. Don't let this amount to nothing. So when that moment hit me and I realized I started to need a change is when I just, I went all in. I kept my moment of solitude going. I just started really trying to follow Jesus. And of course, that's difficult. I mean, I'm walking down the street, someone cuts me off and I am swearing them out in my head. But I started small. I started by changing the way that I talk. I started to I started to try and swear less. I tried to realize when I was having negative thoughts about other people. And for example, whenever a fly would be in, in, annoying me, 
instead of starting to swear and say, oh, this is annoying, blah, blah, I would just say, thank you, God, for flies and the ecosystem that they serve. Thank you, God, for toes that I can stub on every single door in my apartment. Thank you, God, for roommates that push my limits so then they are greater for others when they are around me. Things like that. Just small little steps that slowly started to change my attitudes change my ways of thinkings. Um, I used to be heavily addicted to marijuana. And that, that I believe served a purpose for its time. It's not anything that should stay around. But it helped me in the moment realize that I was extremely anxious because all that marijuana did was make me way more anxious and make it so obvious that I was anxious that I was forced to deal with it in a way. So that served a purpose, not for good, but to push me towards good, if that makes any sense. And I have had such strong Christian friends during my time of solitude come in and say, Daniel, like I'm praying for you. Like Daniel, you've got this just encouraging things. And these people have some way cooler testimonies than I do. And I'm hoping to get them on. One girl was almost kidnapped and that. I think that everyone would really enjoy, but just know that as you're listening to this podcast and that as you're drawing your assumptions and your judgments, which this is a judgment free zone, but humans will be humans and we will judge and we will think just know that no one has it figured out. I certainly don't No one coming on the podcast. will. I'll make sure of that because if they do, then we should all be sitting in heaven around this microphone. So that's part of my testimony. I guess I should keep going. Um, So as this moment of solitude came to an end, I realized that I needed to go out and start doing things. So I started giving back to the community in whatever way I could. I tried to change my friendships from being ones that I go out and I'll DD for them or I'll go out and I'll party with them. I just won't drink. I quit justifying that and I started saying, hey, you know, I can't go out anymore. But if you'd like to go get lunch and just catch up on life, let's do that. Let's, you know, let's change the scene and let's bring people to us instead of going to people because Jesus never followed anyone. They all followed Jesus. So if we want to be able to change our relationships, change the dynamic between them, we have to change the setting. We have to change the tone. So as I was starting to do that is when I noticed that all of a sudden I was talking about Jesus all the time. I was telling people how I used to be so judgmental, but how now that doesn't matter because at the end of the day, us judging anyone is not going to change them and it's only going to harden our hearts. Talking to Jesus about how a time in a parking lot at 5 a.m. I was going to the gym and I was pumping up a tire, super sketchy part of town, probably should not have been there alone as a college student. And there was a guy walking up to me with his hoodie on, mask covering his face, hands in pockets, and I thought I was going to get robbed. But then out of nowhere, four homeless people came out of nowhere and they seemingly walked right in front of him and we were only 20 feet apart so these like they were breaking every single social boundary distance boundary whether pre-covid whatever planned demic thing and 
just things like that or even waking up and having someone show up on my phone and then seeing them later that day, just being able to talk to them and that conversation of God coming up. I mean, truly, once you start looking for God and all the little things, he is there for everything. For it is not, you cannot see in order to believe. You have to believe in order to see. And I think that that is one of the truest things that I've ever heard about the Christian walk is that once you start to believe, he's everywhere. God is everywhere. Jesus, the attributes of him, his spirit is is always working, no matter what you have going on in your life. For example, when I was being abused or whatever people want to call it, at a young age that draw that drew me to be more socially reserved that drew me to have less friends which mean i was spending more time at the house more more time on a computer now because of that the skills that i acquired at such a young age put me in advanced advanced me in front of other people my age now and I am able to greater serve the community greater serve others with my technical skills and that wouldn't have been a thing if I was if I wouldn't have gone through that. So even the most horrible stories that should bring people down and should should make them an anxious ball of just chaos. God can say, no, I will use this and I will make it beautiful. And that is one thing that I just want to constantly iterate. And this pod, this first episode is probably so unorganized and probably so random at this point. But I want to get all my ideas out there. So this 30-minute word vomit, just stick through it, guys. I promise it'll get more structured. I promise there will be a lot wiser people on here talking than me. I just want to take that first step, whether it is a step forwards, left, right, or backwards. It's a step. That's all that matters. So... (laughs) You'll hear more about my testimony too, as I'm sure the people that I'm going to have on the podcast, I'm going to have a conversation with them. We both go back and forth, share some experiences. I might get a co-host. I might not get a co-host. Who knows? Maybe Jesus will come on the podcast when he comes again. Hopefully soon. Hopefully sooner than later. Maybe not. We don't know. But um, yeah. A sneak peek of what's coming next in the next week or two. I'm hoping to have had social media made, make make a few posts about this, get some traction going. And I mean, just to end the podcast, thank you for whoever's listened this far. This has probably been a rough one, but I truly believe that this community, this type of content and this platform is definitely needed in our world. And You know, I hope that you'll come to realize that even though it's not the most professional production, that it is the substance that you're looking for. Jesus fed on the side of hill or preached and fed people on the side of hills, never in the temple. He, well, he did preach in the temple, but I'm the, the, the big one, the Mount of Olives. Is that what it's called? I see what I mean. I'll get better. Don't worry. Um, just that it doesn't matter where we are it doesn't matter if you're on your phone or in your car or in the shower or at the gym i just want people to feel comfortable i want to make this community i want to get it started enough of me rambling i'm gonna end the episode thank you guys so much for missing i'm so sorry if i missed any parts if you have any questions shoot me a text more than willing to respond to anyone i'm sure that i'll have plenty of people correcting me so 
I uh, 